Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Orbital Command Weekly Roundup. This is usually done not recorded in the OC Discord, but uh, today it's, uh, it's on Spaces. It's recorded. So, uh, you know, let's take a listen. What's going on, everyone? This is Edwin here with Orbital Command. If anybody wants to come up and chat, just hit that request don't really have an agenda today just wanted to check in and see if there's any any milestones that anybody in cosmos has reached anything cool that's going on that we should be paying attention to what's going on mb hey edwin what's happening man (laughs) just getting settled in with an early morning coffee here nice nice yeah uh the Woken, he sent me a message and he's saying he just finished, he's finishing up some brunch as well. So early morning for you guys. It's uh, almost 5 p.m. for me. It's nice. But I just finished hosting a Twitter space for One Planet and we were talking to a couple of different teams about building trust with your communities. We had Department 77, Baby Bulls, Hero, Uncle Debo with Dislope AI. Uh, we had the Matic Man, Narb, Ghost from Red Gang. So it was a good crowd of people. Nice. Is that your regular um, yeah, event every week, Edwin? Yeah. Yeah. So we do two spaces a week, or at least we have one that's regular, the one on Wednesdays. But then on Sundays, we usually do one called From Idea to Launchpad. And the goal there is just to give exposure to the projects that are going to be on our launchpad, as opposed to the one that we have today is more of a broad topic and roundtable where we invite just different projects to to come in and, and share their experiences. Yeah, cool. What's happening with the scouts this week? Edwin? What is happening? Well, we've been requested to create content for DeFi at Polygon. So that was pretty cool. We had somebody from the Polygon team really like the previous content that we did for Paraswap and for Ovix. And so that was pretty cool to be recognized for that. So hopefully that turns into more than just requests, right? But um I think that that's something unique so far that I haven't seen with any other NFT projects, let's say, that that a lot of NFT projects are very focused on what they are doing. But I think if we think about categories, a gaming project has a lot to say because of their change log, right? They're constantly updating 
and innovating and improving the mechanics of their game as opposed to a PFP project they, that, you know, the, the, I feel like the mechanisms there are very superficial, right? And in the past, we've seen a blueprint for that, which is start a PFP project and focus on the art, then focus on, you know, after the mint, what are you going to do? Well, you can create a DAO, give them funds, and then from there, either collect other NFT collections or try doing some trading with those treasury funds. Um, and then there's also like creating merch. And so it, 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 to me, it's a bit superficial in, in that there's still a lot of extraction of value that goes into that from the community. And so my goal, at least with Tiny Scouts, is to is to add value in some way. And I feel like there's still a lot of room and opportunities to do that through education, right? That especially with Polygon and the growth that it's having, there's a lot of strategies in DeFi and even some new NFT projects that need exposure. And so if we can provide some kind of value to, to give them exposure, I think that will make us different. Yeah, and I think I think you're doing a great job of that actually. I'm looking at the Scouts Discord and um yeah, I see you've been pumping out excellent content, daily scouting reports and also there's one planet feeds going in there. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Just trying to add some value, you know. Hopefully some people can can see that, but um, yeah, it, it's a it's a long term vision. It's I know it's not something that is going to attract a lot of people in the beginning, but hopefully it can grow into a place where there is a lot of information being thrown in there. Not not just by us either, right? But by community members that are finding their own kind of alpha and sharing it with the rest of of the people. But um, but yeah, man. I, I mean, I'm curious. So you, I know you spend a lot of time with Cosmos and we do have a question uh, in regard to, to White Whale and, and Megaloo. And so maybe you have an answer for this. The question is, how do you use Whale or, or how do you stake Whale, the token? Is that something that you have done yourself or done any research around that? Yeah, well, staking whale is is fairly easy, especially from Station um, Wallet. You just basically go into the um, staking section and, and select select Migaloo chain, and it can uh, it will take you straight to the uh, the right place to stake. It's about it took me about two clicks to do the other day. Um, yeah, basically. So. Oh. Okay. So. What if I, let's say I was not a holder, so I didn't get any airdrops. How do I get whale to then stake? So if you're not a holder and you want to get whale um, to stake, yeah, you could buy whale on one of the white whale DEXs. Um, it's certainly one of the easiest ways. Okay. And uh, which one have you, have you, Try buying from any, or wh which one do you think I should be looking at? No, I haven't actually. I got an drop and 
Um, that's about as far as I've got, actually, Edwin. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I've definitely been away from Megaloo myself. So something that I do want to explore more of. I do miss the drop that they had on, on Terra it, uh, in the past. I remember when they did the, uh, I think it was called like liquidity bootstrapping or something where the price was just going down, but it was a different mechanism than what the other projects were doing when they released their token. Yeah, I remember that too. I, I took part in that lock drop and I think I did pretty well out of it. I just can't remember the mechanism. Um, yeah, it was one of the few that actually seemed to work out pretty fairly for people, if I recall. All right, so we got a little bit of an answer here. So Finn shared a link. It's called uh, app.whitewell.money slash Terra slash swap. And uh, here is where I just connected my station wallet. And uh, I'm going to buy some whale. So I'll share this link over with Zachary, who was asking this question, just so that you can see it yourself. I know you, you have some already, so you might not need to buy it. But thanks for that, Finn. Appreciate it. So what have you been looking at this week, MB? Yeah, not a lot, Edwin. Um, trying to think what's been on my radar. Um, been keeping up with um, what's happening over in Dragondale with the Lavana community. I think some of the people here, like Zachary's over there as well. Um, everybody in the Lavana <laughs> community um, is pretty much waiting for Lavana to launch their purpose platform uh, on Osmosis, which should be coming up pretty soon. Um, and despite what a lot of people have believed, um, for a bit of uh, incorrect PR early on, um, the NFTs, the dragons from Levana and the future Levana DeFi or Perps platform is going to be fully integrated. So that's pretty exciting, actually, for most of the people in the community um, who are looking forward to that. All right. Um, I don't hold many Levana NFTs, so I'm not very invested in in the whole ecosystem that's going on there but it does seem like they've kind of saved the the project right i think that they uh, they realized that they needed to get past some regulatory stuff and then figure out how to add utility to the nfts yeah pretty much i mean there was always going to be utilities utility associated with the nfts and the, and the DeFi part of levana but I guess a few months back, um, yeah, potentially the the VCs and whoever else associated with Lavana um, started to get a bit nervous about the legal situation um, around crypto in general, and uh, they made a pretty um, you know, thoughtless announcement that um, the NFT side of the project and the DeFi side would be separated. There was a large community sort of uproar and. Um, um, based on that, the project then went and did a, a re-look at things, got some different legal advice, 
And two weeks later, they did a complete 180 on and announced that yes, DeFi and NFTs are all back on 100%. And that's the, the future roadmap. And that's kind of where we are now. Yeah, that's great to see because I know that there was a huge community involved there. So, so yeah, uh, I'm glad to see that they were able to figure out some way to to keep that community alive and the NFTs alive as well. Yeah, the community is definitely alive. Um, over on this DragonDAO um, community Discord, there must be about 400 people there. That, that represents the, I guess the core, the core holders and um, active members. And yeah, it's it's a it's a good site. Basically, waiting for the the main perps project to launch, and then um, the community will activate and drive that success. I guess. Yeah, sure has a a good point here though that they they did say that the uh, NFTs were worthless and to have no expectation of value to them. That that's when they were scared with the regulation. Is that right? Yeah, 100%. That was definitely, um, yes, um, probably the project founders um, freaking out um, after some um, nervous talks with investors like Delphi at the time. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that was that went across as a really bad public relations um, disaster, um, which, um, yeah, a lot of work's been put in since then to turn it around and get the right message out. So. Yeah, most of the communications since then are pretty clear that the yeah, NFTs and the Dragon NFTs from Levana and um, the future DeFi perps platform on Osmosis and other chains um, is going to be fully integrated. So the the, um, the NFTs will have all kinds of utility, like, um, uh, for example, um, protection against liquidation on perps platform, on leverage positions and things like that, perhaps. I don't know, reduce spreads on trades, things like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty exciting if you're a long-term Levana NFT holder, a Dragon holder, and have stayed with the with the plan, with the program for this long because um, it's all going to pay off. And there's a um, token generation event coming up pretty soon, and uh, NFT holders will definitely be um, made whole, so to speak, um, during that. Well, that's good to hear, man. Uh, I, I This space is still so early, right, and I hate – to see when projects just kind of yeah drop the project and move on so good to see that they were able to salvage what they could and realign things with with the community and the nfts rebel what's going on man how are you doing today hi guys yeah i mean you, you were just saying it's it, it's early it's early i'm going late because yeah it's, um... Uh, half seven in the morning, quarter to eight, and I just had a little bit of a lie yeah, and it was nice. Um, yeah, you've been talking about some interesting stuff, but I'll be honest with you, I think you're maybe skirting around some of the important issues. Um, I, mean, I see we've got Ryan in, and um, MB shared something that, that, that was pretty important last night about what Ryan's been talking about. There was, um, and he's prolific on Twitter at the moment. Um, some of his posts are really blowing up. And, and the one that MB was highlighting yesterday was this one about it. And then we started doing some artwork around the topic as well, which I thought was pretty cool. It was like, would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? 
And like, we never really sort of got to the bottom of it. But like, man, we need to get Ryan up because like, where the hell did that come from? It was, it was quite exciting. Or quite interesting anyway. I, I saw that he had a viral thread. He really roughed up some feathers. And I didn't know that the Cosmos community was that big. I mean, it got so many views, so it really hit the right spot. <laughs> uh, well, see, that was a different tweet, and I, I absolutely agree with like that one. Like what? And 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 it 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 was really sort of interesting that that like yeah, it did absolutely ruffle feathers. But and then a lot of people are sort of. It's just the cosmos community is really interesting. It's like what, why, why are lunatics not included? Um, a lot of people seem to be talking to Ryan as if he'd like suddenly, like suddenly just joined the community, um, or suddenly just got into crypto or something, and and that seems really weird. Um, I think a lot of people seem to take the, take the whole thing too seriously as well. What do you think, Rebel? <laughs> yes. A bit of fun never hurts. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, when I went to bed last night, that post had over 100,000 views. So um, I wonder I wonder what it's up to just now. Good, good, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Uh, it's Ryan here, new to the uh, Cosmos ecosystem, and also the one of the top uh, Juno and Osmo influencers. So, not sure how that works out, but uh, <laughs> it's nice to meet you guys and be here to get some of the uh, the alpha. Um, maybe you can fill me in on what an exciting time it's been for Cosmos airdrops over the last uh, couple of years. I, I would have loved you if you dropped some memes. Yeah, there must be hundreds of memes like, do you know who the fuck I am? Yeah, dropping that you're the number one Juno influencer. That would have been cool. I've not posted about Juno for a week, so I've been knocked off my crown, unfortunately. I think I've been knocked straight out of the top 20, so I might have to get back on it. I, I, dude, dude, you're like the number one influencer at the moment. That was... <laughs> That was class yesterday. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. I I, I think um, I think someone must have shared my post in the uh, in the uh, Cosmos Insiders Telegram group, where they all share their uh, advisory tokens around, and uh, and they, they weren't very ha- happy at me uh, slamming the idea of a. Uh, of a friendship bracelet, uh, but, but there you go. Yelena, who's the CEO of Noble Chain, offered to send me a friendship bracelet, so maybe I'm going to make it after all. GMI, nice. But yeah, sorry guys, we are just talking about um, like the Levana perps just before we sort of changed the subject a little bit. Um, have, you, have you had a go at the... I mean, that's weird as well. Like, Levana, I mean, what, what did they go to Juno for? Um, I, I don't know if their Parps platform is still on Juno or, or what's going on there, but um, I had a little go in the test net on Osmosis and it was it was really nice. Yeah, looking forward to that going live. Yeah, what's going on there? Have they like ditched Juno and gone to Osmosis or are they planning on doing like some sort of like joint launch 
multi-chain launch? Like, what's going on? Anyone know? Yeah, I, I, I don't think there are ever plans to actually, you know, stay on as, on Juno forever, Ryan. Um, um, it's sort of like most of the projects now. It's Juno's becoming a bit of a sandpit chain. I don't know. Um, but yeah, look, um, Osmosis is the first chain they'll be launching the um, Perf platform on. And then after that, it's pretty much, so I understand, uh, you know, uh, it is designed as a kind of bolt-on um, um, application that you can go to any chain and pretty quickly get it set up and running. Um, so so-called satellite perps platforms or whatever. So um, we should be seeing quite a lot from Levada this year, I hope. I hope so too. I've been holding my uh Levana nfts which were once upon a time worth thousands upon thousands of dollars and now worth maybe a couple of hundred i'm am i supposed to as a as a Levana nft holder am i supposed to be doing anything right now do i have to be in like the dragon dow discord or something or like are all are all nft holders going to be treated equally yeah well i'd like to say the dragon dow holder um members will be treated uh, more equally than others, but it's probably not going to be the case. But yeah, definitely that's the the sort of the the hub of where people have gathered for now from the community and um, talk about what's going on. But otherwise, yeah, look, the communications from Levana are uh, coming out pretty well now, um, and it's hard to miss yeah the things they're they're doing. So to stay on on that, have they released any more games recently? Um, I think the last one I played was the. Uh, like alchemy one which drove me crazy for a few hours i was always trying to figure out all those different combinations of ingredients and stuff which was actually like quite fun and i was also previously the speed runner holder uh speed runner record holder for uh, salim's adventure but i don't know if i've missed anything else recently yeah, that that alchemy game kind of did my head in too. But I could never get a combination that worked. I don't know, I don't know. but the uh, yeah, Salem's Adventure—that's definitely a winner. I had my um, eight-year-old working on that with me too, so I did quite well. But nothing new. Nothing new. And when can I when can I hatch my dragons? Is that is that when they launch the perps platform? Yeah, that's that's apparently the plan. Let's go. And can I buy so, dragons anywhere else other than uh, or, <laughs> dragon eggs anywhere else other than Loop, or is that uh, is that the only place? Yeah, that's still the only place to buy them. And uh, the people, the whole community is still scratching their head as to why that happened in the first place. And I think it was just a genuine mistake from the project at the time, um, um, or another um, fast sell job from uh, friends at Loop. <laughs> no, but. Uh, Hopefully, a new marketplace will be part of the future um, plan too. Can't wait. There's not really any. There's not really any good like NFT marketplaces on on Cosmos are there apart from like Stargaze, right? Least, like even Terror that had like five marketplaces or something. Um, there's there's like Random Earth, which still seems to work as it used to work, uh, but it only has like three collections on it. Uh, and then there's <laughs> Talis, um, which I don't know what to say about that. Uh, but I mean, like even like Juno and stuff, like there doesn't seem to be any like decent NFT marketplaces on there outside of Stargaze, unless I'm missing something. 
I, I'm going to jump in on for, for Talis here. Like, I, I think Talis are like doing some really cool stuff. Um, unless, unless you use Talis, um, it, it it might seem a little bit confusing. But like, once you've once you've been on Talis for half an hour, you're kind of looking around there. Oh, cool! All right, it's this nice little NFT museum feature you can go into. Um, it's pretty straightforward to list NFTs once you realize how to list NFTs. Um, I mean, you might not like the interface, but I mean, that's, that's a sort of subjective choice. But I think they, they, they do have some cool stuff. Every um, time I go on there, Rebel, it just like the UI feels like death. Um, and maybe I need to spend more time there, but I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I go there and it just, it's just like, it feels like everything's breaking. Um, so, I don't know what to do. Uh, are, are you sort of thinking you might want to like buy an NFT or something? Is that well? If I wanted to buy an NFT on on Terra, I'd probably go to TFM, right? Um, and that's a nice user interface. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like you're trying to like find a collection, or you're like trying to find like what's on sale. And oh, it just—it's just like everything is just horrible. Like it's got all the like auction stuff, auctions at the top, and like oh, I just find it just horrible to to try and navigate. So usually it's like me going to Talis, spending like five minutes trying to navigate around, and then just giving up hope and uh, coming back another day. Um, fair enough. I can just—I can just see Finn. Getting him stressed out. I don't know. There's some feels like there's something going on with your mic a little bit. Just a bit of um, beard rustle, maybe something like that. Oh yeah, I'm doing um, my I'm doing my housework. Oh, very nice, very nice. Keeping clean. Yeah, talking to TFM, little little alpha drop. There's there will be another Cosmos chain that will feature the TFM NFT aggregator very soon. So. If you're an NFT person, hopefully that's going to be of interest to you. Tell us about TFM Bridge. That's a good thing that's happened this week. I think it's pretty dope. I mean, I, I've been I play with it quite a lot to test it, so I kind of feel like I know how to use it pretty well. Um, and I, I mean, especially so at the moment, if, if you've used it or if you've never used it, just on tfm.com, there is like a new sort of top menu option called Bridge. Um, so the only chain that's fully opened up at the moment, um, and this was to do with the sort of our Terra community funding, is is Terra. So the other L1 blockchains on Cosmos that Terra has direct relayer connections with are fully open. So I mean, what what that basically means is things like Comdex, um, Stride. Um, just try to think of a few of the other ones off the top of my head. But anyway, we'll stick with Comdex just now. There are um, uh, osmosis as well, obviously. Um, so on Comdex, there are Luna LPs. So it's not just like, oh, wow, Terra's opened up. I can transfer some tokens around the cosmos. That's kind of technically quite nice. Like, it is actually useful. So if, I, if I've got some, say I've got 100 Luna sitting on Luna, um, and I want to earn some like high APRs and LPs, I could go over, have a look at Comdex. Oh, right, okay, there's there's some tools at like 50, 60% APR. And there's quite a nice one, um, Luna, 
and CMST, which is the Comdex stablecoin. And I think that's like 54% or something like that. With TFM Bridge, I can then just say, right, from Terra to Comdex, send some Luna, right, send it over, boom. But if I over there, I could then swap half my Luna for their CMST stablecoin using the LP that I want to go into. And then just the LP that's opens for like 54%, which, which is pretty cool. Um, that said, Comdex do have a sort of funny rule on, on their C-swap decks that you have to be supplying liquidity, I think, to the, the Comdex Atom pool before you can earn the good rewards on their other pools, which is, it is frustrating. But I think it's actually quite a good idea for a DEX to say, listen, supply into our main pool so that they can kind of build up some serious liquidity um, and do it that way. There was an, another one, one of the, there's a guy, he doesn't have that big a Twitter following at all, but he's big on Discord, goes by the name of Fluffy underscore Trex. If you're into DeFi, I would consider giving him a follow. Um, he noticed that the osmosis luna pool on osmosis or sorry the osmo luna pool on osmosis is has quite low liquidity so it's an, it's a non-incentivized pool but because it's got quite low liquidity the trading fees actually end up at about 30 percent so that would be another one you could fire some luna over from terra into osmosis hopefully you've got some osmosis kicking around somewhere and just join that pool. And because that pool's not incentivized, there's no lockup either. So you can literally get like a sort of 30% APR for a one day lockup. So that's almost essentially double the Luna staking rewards. So that's, that's quite a nice one as well. Um, so essentially that's the sort of thing that the TFM bridge allows people to do. And um, so over the next sort of days, weeks, not days and weeks, different chains are going to get fully opened up. Um, so if anyone's got any special requests, you can ping me and we can sort of take a look at that. But yeah, there's a few, I mean, we've been talking about one chain just when I joined the call, we're in discussions with them. They may well be one of, or they're they looking like they will be one of the first to be completely opened up. And the way that they're going about things with their sort of cross-chain liquidity, I think it's going to be quite a nice match for that chain. To, to work with TFM on this. But yeah, if anyone's got any questions, I don't know if I explained that. I think, a, I, think a, I think a really good example for like how useful TFM Bridge could be, it might take a while for you to get like, all the chains opened up, but if you remember, well, it's not very going very far back, but the uh, CNTO uh, airdrop that came to Terra and Kajira and a couple of other places recently, like, it was like really painful to get that. I think you had to send it to the the home chain and then get it to osmosis. And to, to be able to do that, you had to like manually open up, uh, manually open up uh, IBC connections in, in Kepler. And I've never done that before. So that was probably a good like half an hour of work trying to figure out what the fuck I was doing. Um, whereas if you were able to, I mean, if you're able to do, I think the idea on TFM bridge, right. Is that you can, you can send from any chain to any chain where there's an IBC relayer. Um, 
so like doing that sort of task would uh, become a lot easier and so maybe like a, a good that would be maybe a really good example to like show people like power of uh, and utility of what that can do for people cool yeah definitely bear that in mind um yeah, the guys at Acre Chain, I don't, I don't know if many of us are, are you doing the LPing on Ciento on Acre Chain? No, I was thinking about it, but uh, but uh, I, I didn't. I, I sold my airdrop. Yeah, I, because it turns out, like, I kind of got interested just because, like, and, and this must have been a couple of weeks ago now, two or three weeks ago, Um so yeah, Ciento is a for anyone that's not using it or aware of it. Ciento is a Dex on Acre Chain, um, and Acre Chain is one of these sort of Evmosy style Cosmos chains where it's like IBC and ERC twenty tokens. So I'm I'm still not fully clear on exactly how that works. So it it is a little bit confusing. But yeah, they had some crazy APRs. So I thought, yeah, I'll join with a little bit. Um, and and it turns out the guy who set up the Ciento um, Dex on Acre Chain, he is um, a Luna or Terra OG validator. And there's a, you might know the validator Synergy nodes. Um, he's, I mean, he's not like a massive validator or anything, but I think he's just into DeFi, been in Terra obviously for a while, and then sort of got into doing some dev stuff. He think yeah, I think he speaks to PFC and does stuff. Or gets advice off PSC about how to do stuff, and yeah, he just built a Dex. So I thought that's pretty cool, and I thought by using it, obviously, I'm going to get some obscene APRs. But but obviously, just show show him a little bit of support. Um, Are they yeah, still crazy the APRs? Because it might be it, it might be worth relooking at now that the the prices come down. Because I think it like rocketed up to like nearly twenty dollars a token, and is now like back down at like. To like three dollars or something, right? I think last time I looked at it. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, straight up, say like I, I get the rewards and I sell the rewards. I mean, I'm not. Um, I mean, I, I don't. There, there will come a point where that's the enter token. Is I think I think he's doing something like he's got he's got validators on quite a few chains. I think he's going to set it up that fifty percent of the profit on his validator operations, which I don't know if that's a, a lot or not that much. But that will go to governance stakers of the CNTO token, which is kind of nice. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm one of the pools I'm in is the um, USD. There's a lot of USDC pooled pairs. So it was like, well, you can get <laughs> over 500% APR for putting, for joining a USDC pool pair. So I went into USDC and Matic. And, and that's, I mean, it's still, it's not, it's not massive now. It's like 200% or something, but like, well, that's quite nice. I'm quite happy to hold Matic. Um, yeah, been compounding that one. It's doing all right for me. Yeah, I mean, the other one I went into was the USDC Acre, which is the Acre Chain Governance Token pool. Um, that one's not doing as well for me. Uh, well, I mean, certainly, you know, like definitely getting me some nice rewards, but the actual value of my LP has gone down a bit. Um, I, I don't know. Just just when you see like Dex is offering like ridiculous APR, it's hard hard not to just put something in it just to sort of relive the good old days. Hey Rebel, can I just to 
to change topics slightly. I'll go just sort of circle back to Ryan's comment about NFT marketplaces. I just remembered, and I see JG in the uh, in the group here that um, I think Backbone Labs um, is going to be launching a, a new NFT marketplace on on Migalu uh, soon. Um, be very interested to hear something about that. Um, maybe JG can come up as well. Well, one thing that's been interesting in the past couple of weeks is seeing some projects migrating over to Polygon from Stargaze. And so I think that will open up a lot of space for other projects that are sticking around to continue to to build and essentially become like the blue chips of Stargaze, right? It, if there are other projects that are dividing their, their attention or their resources to another blockchain. Hey, Edwin, this is not a Polygon shill space. Calm it down, son. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm looking at it from the Stargaze perspective, right? But, I mean, yeah, it's just an opportunity. So can we have the Galactic Punks bridge over to Stargaze? Like, what, what would happen there? Or imagine Rekt Gang going to Stargaze. Like, how how do star, the Stargaze or how does Cosmos attract projects to come into Cosmos rather than leave? Go ahead, JJ. You might have an that answer. That's a good question. Hey, guys. Uh, so um, I just got off a little jury duty. I got out of uh, not serving on a murder case. That was nice. That was my day to day. But uh, let's see, these answers for, um, <laughs> yeah, living in L.A. Come on, you know what I'm talking about, E. Um, <laughs> so let's see. Many people here, I'll share some stuff. Basically, Backbone Labs, um, you know, we feel that in this new world of parachains and sidechains, it's going to be really important for L1s to be able to establish uh, their culture and their identities and like retain, retain some of the fun, uh, that goes along with an L1. Like a lot of NFT culture is in that. And now, you know, Stargaze is an answer for that. I think that's a respectable answer. It's kind of like an osmosis model where everything's supposed to plug into like one thing. So to me, that feels very centralized. Okay. So backbone labs, right? We have LSD, we paired it, we partnered with the Skeleton Punks. Revenue sharing is about to start end of month. That's when Enterprise releases the uh, all the SDK packets for us to integrate. So that is a complete cycle on Luna, right? So the, the Skeleton Punks are incentivized. They will stake, they will revenue share. If they migrate their NFT at this point, they are not getting the revenue sharing. Now we're about to do the same model we have a grave digger on whale we have a grave digger on juno now we have a grave digger on chihuahua we're about to have a grave digger on injective i believe on comdex i believe uh we are following white whale over the place uh we love white whale these are you know these guys are they are builders after my own heart you know they they survived they expanded they haven't had to ask for anything they found a way no matter what so we re i really respect sebastian and sencom and what they're doing over there so what we're going about to do you know how do we get people over here we go into a phase of looking for partnerships with other top tier collections who understand what it means to go cross chain and see 
if they have what it takes to launch collections in other chains, because, you know, it's, it's one thing if you're, you know, the king of your own little pond, but I mean, let's, if you can't, if you can't conquer new, new horizons, then you're not really doing anything anyway. Right. So we're going to offer people and, and communities the chance to, uh, if they can make NFT community that will be able to manage and revenue share the, uh, from a grave digger, whether it be an injective grave digger, a Chihuahua grave digger, a whale grave digger, uh, there's going to be a lot of these things happening. And uh, we're going to launch a marketplace that's going to sell all these gravedigger collections as well. So essentially, it will be cross-chain, but we're still trying to work out those kinks. We have something that's selling uh, skeleton punks in like two weeks. And we can host uh, other collections as well, most likely in about two or three weeks. And we do this with nothing. We don't ask for money. We've never got a grant, anything from anybody. We just keep shipping. And one day, someone's going to actually be like, oh, this is good. So that's what we're going to stick to. Anyway. Uh, yeah, thanks for sharing that, man. Uh, for, for me, what's always uh, important is just seeing that there's experimentation going on, right? People are trying and um, they, they are keeping their community engaged in some way through education or entertainment. I would rather, I would prefer education than entertainment. If I want entertainment, I'll watch a Netflix movie. But I think in this space, as we've seen with Ryan, you know, you you can you can dominate the space if uh, if you have uh, the edge there as well. Um, but yeah, man. So shout out to you for continuing to great partnerships and continuing to build in the space. We do have a raised hand here, Mister Mohawk. How are you doing, sir? Doing great, man. Appreciate you. Uh, let me ask a couple questions here. Now, Ryan Lyon will be the first to tell you that I only ask really great questions and I don't yell at people ever. So would like to get that out of the way first. Second, uh, JG, real quick question from like an ethos standpoint for you. Do you think that, and, and there's no right or wrong answer for this. There's nothing that I'm looking for. This isn't a baited question. Do you think it's better to conquer the pond that you're in or try to dip your toes in a couple ponds while you're building? Would okay, just love so, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So I, all, I really think it all depends on the market and like how fast things are moving because that's something that we are currently juggling right now is like this. How do we expand? How do, do we try to uh, do more on Luna? You know, it's like, it's a definitely a balancing act. This market moves so fast, right? Like literally, you know, partnerships are formed, alliances are formed within minutes. And before you know it, like the whole direction of something is like shifting before your eyes. These projects are like literally alive. I don't know how else to explain it. They are literally alive. They have their own, man, what I, what I thought that was, we started and what things are now are not even in, I would have never, they're not even the same scope. (laughs) like not even close, you know? So I think it's a balancing act for sure. I, I hundred percent get you. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and chill. Uh, I did a soft launch for my protocol back in September and where we're at now, we had a, an ethos document that we put out during that soft launch, just so we weren't, um, like bought into a roadmap at that point, we could pivot appropriately. And I, I feel like you share that sentiment. So that's, it's cool to hear. Um, I just dropped you a follow. I'm, I, I'm really looking forward to following along with what you guys are doing. I followed you back, bud. 
legend. Awesome. Thank you for that question. Uh, I definitely see that a lot Re- recently. I think there that there's a lot of projects where it depends, right? Like you start with a vision, you are very confident in where you land, and then things change. Like the the infrastructure changes, something crashes, and you got to pivot, and you got to try something else, and you're looking for help. And uh, you know, you just figure out ways to survive, right? And then you kind of got a bit of a of a grip on something, and you just dive deeper into that. And then you other opportunities come up, and you keep going on that route. Uh, yeah, I think experimentation is part of this ecosystem, and and we need that innovation, right, in order to continue to also invite new people that are going to be attracted to new products, new services that are using blockchain technology in some way. I agree wholeheartedly. And I think what a lot of people that aren't privy to the builder side of things, they don't really grasp the understanding that like Web3 protocols are in a sense startup businesses. There's a lot of different things that go into building a Web3 shared source of revenue in some type of way, right? So this space moves, at least from my exposure and my understanding, this moves so much quicker than any other potential startup business. You have to pivot, you have to adapt, and you have to be quicker than the person that's building something similar and trying to like outweigh you in the sense of a good idea. So you need to stay nimble, you need to stay on top of things, and sometimes when you tie yourself to a roadmap, you almost like allow yourself to be fudded within your own community who doesn't see that builder aspect. And I, I know that you're laughing, but I, I know that you get it. It's like, there's, there's gonna be people when you make a pivot and they're like, oh, well, you didn't deliver on a roadmap. Well, no shit, because we found something else out and we wanna do something differently that's gonna help the community and our team out better than what we thought was the original aspect. And some people just don't get that, man. So it's, it's nice to hear that that's like a, a shared value among smart minds that I'm, I'm trying to grow up into. Well, we're getting close to an hour here. I like to rug the space at 60 minutes so that we can all get out of here and do other things with our lives. But any final thoughts here from anybody here that's speaking? Any? Uh, I still have the question, man. How can we get more projects to onboard into Cosmos as we're seeing NFT projects, for example, migrating to other places? I'm not sure. That's that's a good question. question. It's almost that's a good question. I think that's, isn't that like the million dollar question? Like, what do we have to offer that the Cosmos has? I believe we have better tech. I believe that the, I, you know, I really do. I believe it's the, the technology is superior. It's faster. That's just my personal preference. Uh, I think that we have to offer them better DeFi. Uh, that's what was the hallmark of Luna last time. We had really clean DeFi, better user interface, better, you know, if, if these are, these are the things that will draw people. I think I'm really excited for enterprise. I think when, Projects see how smooth enterprise allows you to have this on-chain business, right? It's a business, these Web3 businesses, that's what we just established. I think a lot of projects will use that. 
Now, I also learned from Enterprise, uh, from speaking with Vlad, we're going to be able, okay, so say we launch a collection on another IBC chain, right? We want to be able to offer the same set uh, suite of, uh, you know, features that the skeleton punks get, on-chain voting, staking on-site. Well, there's another contract that we deploy on the new native chain, and then it wraps the NFT and it allows it to, like, still operate through the enterprise system. I mean, could it be any slicker? This is like when the builders all see that these tools are now backed by TFL, all laid out here. You guys can use this. We, we did it all the work for you, generic tools, everything here. Boom. That saves a project 80 grand. I was pricing it out. It was been 80 grand to build the on-chain system, the voting system, the whole nine. It would have been a lot of money. And then that's not really even counting the audit. Anyway, I'm really excited for the stuff that's about to come out. I think they have a really interesting play ahead of them with the Alliance module as well. Yeah, thank you for that, JG. I want to go with Shru and then Mr. Mohawk, since Shru came up to speak. Yeah, I think I think we just don't have enough people going out and like shilling the cosmos. I think, I mean, you kind of talked about it earlier. I always thought there was this very strange relationship between Terra and the rest of the cosmos. And I think it's because most of the greater cosmos is like a mafia. And I think like, I don't know if it was like TFM or whatever, but like, I guess they just didn't want to play in those fucking games. And so there was always like this rift between, you know, Cosmos Mafia and then TFL. Um, but I, like, I see all these NFT spaces and like you go out and like, you know, there's lots of people that like, they bring up speakers and stuff, but I don't think anyone's ever out there like, you know, literally shilling Stargaze like it's their job. You know what I mean? Or, or, you know, NFTs on Terra. NFTs on Terra were fucking dope as hell before like the collapse. Um, and the only reason, honestly, that I even kind of discovered the cosmos is because like, like as Terra, like a couple months before Terra collapsed, like, you know, Stargaze was doing their rollout. So I was like, ah, I'll, I'll kind of check it out. But until then, like, I didn't really even, you know, I had some Atom, but like mostly to onboard Luna, right? You'd buy Atom from Coinbase, fucking send it to Osmosis and buy Luna. So I, I think some of it is just like, no one's out there shilling it like it's their job, to be honest. Um, and honestly, it was really sad for me to hear. I mean, I don't. Maybe it's an unpopular opinion, but and I guess projects got to do what they got to do. But to hear like the space skellies leaving, like I just think that that's like a huge missed opportunity. Like I, me personally, though, I'd rather be a big fish in a little pond than a. I, I don't know. Maybe it works out for them in their favor, but uh, it's just it's going to be weird to see, you know, them them leave. Uh, so it, it'll it'll be I don't know, but it'll it'll be interesting to see how successful they are over on. Uh, are they going to one planet? Or are they going to like magic? Are they do, jumping on the Magic Eden uh, money? I team? think they're going to Magic Eden. Yeah. So, but here's so, but, but here's the other thing. Remember, start, like I'm very close with that team. They are doing this because there's certain things that they want to build, and on the permission chain, it's just too cumbersome to overcome there's a lot of things that they're trying to deploy on chain so for their project's needs yeah. it's just not a good fit that's all i think that's all it came down to at the end of the day that's what ej told me he's like it's just too many things that we'd have to vote through on our what we're trying to do sure but then i but then i would i would counter that with like well then just move it to juno and then like wait for a stargaze outpost or whatever like because yeah, those things are coming soon so I, I, and again, all those are unknowns and question marks, but like, you know, who knows how long it'll actually take before there's, you know, the Stargaze outpost. Jake says it's coming soon. So, I mean, I kind of trust him. Like they're shipping like crazy on Dowdow. But like I, my argument would be like, why switch everything over to EVM when you can just 
kind of be permissionless on Juno. Like, isn't that the point of Juno? Like, that was the point of Terra, right? Like, that's what I thought, like, that's why I was shocked that a lot of projects from Terra didn't just go to Juno because it kind of was like, uh, like almost like a sandbox of Terra in a way. Uh, I mean, obviously, maybe there's, you know, some, uh, you know, versions that were different or whatever. But anyways, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm definitely, I'm still a supporter. Like, I, I, I mean, I have a shitload of Polygon NFTs from the, from the Terra collapse that have transferred over. So I'm not like against it, but it's just like, to me, it's like you are like almost, you know, the king, you're on top of Stargaze. And I just think you might be in for like a little bit of a rude awakening when you go to something like Magic Eden. Uh, I think it'll still be a lot of like, I mean, maybe some, some new eyeballs will show up, but uh, it, it'll definitely be a good uh, bellwether to see like how successful uh, the transition is and like how many like new wallets they can onboard. It'll be interesting. Kind of like going to Stargaze in reverse, right? <laughs> you got some good points, True. Uh, I think just one thing that I can comment on is that they had initially committed to starting on Polygon through One Planet, and then they weren't. One Planet wasn't able to create the launchpad in the time frame that they wanted, so they came back to Stargaze because they did have their launchpad ready, right? So from that perspective. They, they they have a roadmap, they have a vision, and, and they're going to where the tech is, where they can take care of what they want. And I mean, you look with Juno, I feel like there's, uh, the reason that a lot of projects didn't want to go there, I think it's the lack of eyes, the lack of liquidity. I think that Polygon is just attractive right now based on the attention that it's getting from a lot of different projects migrating over there. It's not just Stargaze, right? It's it's Solana, it's uh, Near, it's, uh, it, I mean, you had the Web2 projects going in. So anyways, I'm not here to shill Polygon, but I'm just saying that's one of the reasons. Sounds like you are, Edwin. <laughs> well, look, I spent a lot of time there, so so I have a, a bit of a understanding. You were the wrong person <laughs> to host this Cosmos space. Well, I'm, I'm trying to talk to you guys. So you guys can well, good thing we have the number one Juno influencer here to help <laughs> guide us. Onboard me, Ryan. Uh, look, hey. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Last word there, right? I want to go to Mr. Moha. No, 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 no. I was just going to shit on Juno, so I'll just leave it. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mohawk, what's up? There's there's a million things that I could say with all that, but I'll I'll keep it brief. I just think that the general investor on Luna was much more informed and knowledgeable than most other chains that I have exposure to. I think you have a lot of rollover in the cosmos and you have a better understanding of what to expect from DeFi when you're dealing with the cosmos. So I'm hoping that other chains will adopt that, that preference for creating educative and education tools to make their blockchain a little bit better and make the average IQ or financial IQ of their their chain participant similar to what Luna and the Cosmos are doing. Just based on the people that I've I've spoken with and bullshitted with, you know, it's it's a different caliber of individual. So I I understand where people branched off. I do think it was a missed opportunity to stay within Cosmos with a lot of people that 
went with one planet, but you know, there's there's a lot of things that are being branched off of ETH or liquidity being branched off of ETH and or, uh, bridged over in one of the easiest and cheapest onboardings from ETH to Polygon. And I think it's just an ease of, ease of access thing where ETH has one of the biggest NFT markets and you can kind of dip into that liquidity on Polygon. So whatever the long-term implications are, I don't know and I'm not going to act like I do. But it, it was probably a missed opportunity on the Cosmos side for that movement. But in, at the same time, I'm a very big proponent and believer in Polygon. And I'm happy to see that knowledgeable uh, investor group come over there. And hopefully that's just another thing that keeps Polygon as one of like the, the least crashed coins of the last four months well look also like cosmos chains they stepped up when terra crashed right there was a lot of emergency funding going on yeah. so there wasn't a lack of initiative from, from chains willing to help i think it was just more of yeah, just projects wanting to take a risk and and try something different uh, i feel like terra did feel like it had a lot of the activity and without that, uh, the the other options just did not seem as enticing for for them to go there, right? Because there was grants available if if they right. wanted. So I'll tell you what the the biggest thing that I miss, if I can interject, as I interject, but one of the biggest things that I miss is Alice. I'm not sure if you guys were in Alice Financial, but Talk about like crushing Venmo and Cash App and having an easy bridge between Web 2 and Web 3 and the card coming out. That was the most heartbreaking thing for me. We're going to start reminiscing here because I miss pressing the amp button and seeing the little animation. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot that I miss for sure. I mean, well, uh, go ahead. So speak, speak, speaking of reminiscing, I'm I'm getting I'm in the early stages of organizing uh, with through Cosmos Spaces. So you, some of you guys up here will probably get some invites. But I I think doing like a a DPEG anniversary party, uh, not necessarily to be like Mopey, but like more of you know, an upbeat one. Uh, so I'm, I'm in the, like I said, I'm in the very early stages of planning like a cool event on the year anniversary of the DPEG. I think that could be something fun that we all kind of come together and chat about, like almost like a, where are they now? Or, you know, it, I, I agree with you, Mr. Mohawk. There were some, some phenomenal like apps that were coming out, like that were just getting started. Like kinetic money comes to mind. Like a lot of these things were just like getting off the ground, like prism. Uh, I know I, I I'm kind of, a little salty with whatever's going on with the former holders airdrop, but um, like Prism was fucking like legit as hell. Like, um, hopefully, Dude, they it'll... they all were fantastic. Yeah, all of them, all of them are completely stand out to everything else that we're used to, or at least that I'm used to seeing a a very base level, like not innovative not 
exponentially better on every other chain that I've been involved with. Everything on Terra was new and it was different and there weren't any forks. And you had like all of the people that I connected with on Terra were much more appreciative and smarter than anything that I've dealt with on Phantom, AVAX, Polygon, and, and I'll, I'll say it, fuck them. It was, it was just a different breed of individuals. And now I feel like we're, we're not getting that same watered down sample size on other chains that we, we had on, on Terra. But again, I, I apologize for cutting you off a little bit, but I, I, I'm just very disappointed. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think DeFi on the rest of the cosmos has been pretty fucking slow. Um, comparatively, like I still do a lot of stuff. I'm doing a lot of stuff on Arbitrum and like, you know, Radiant and GMX just because it's not here. And so it's, it's unfortunate. Um, I think, I think maybe a little bit of the driving factor behind that was anchor. Like it was just so easy to fucking, you know, throw in your Luna cause you believe everyone was a, a super Luna believer and you're like, Oh, okay, fine. I'll take my UST and go do DJ shit with it. So I think maybe that was a little bit of a factor why the rest of the cosmos is like so far behind in like the DeFi game, but I don't know. We'll see with the Levana perps and you know, when, whenever Prism, I mean, Prism, I guess t- tweeted the other day that, you know, they're getting re- it said they're getting ready to do their audit. So I don't, I don't know what that means. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm sure it's, it's coming along, but a little bit slower than I would have liked. Let me ask you guys this. Would, would you guys have rathered a quick jump to another chain? And then everyone said, all right, we're going to figure it out. Or having the delay that we've seen and making sure that they are chain capable and putting out a quality product on a different chain? Uh, I don't know. That's hard, that's hard to say because I look at like what Kujir has done and it's like they fucking were like probably just as wrecked as everyone else. And like within record time, they spun up their own chain and like three products. So like, I, I don't know. Like it, it, it's it's like you you see the standard that they set, and you're like, okay, well, what the fuck is everyone else doing? And I and I get it. Like this shit is not easy, but like especially if you stayed within the cosmos, like like fuck, they spun up their own chain. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. I just look at them as like the standard, and I'm just like, okay, why why is it taking a year for some of these other things to like, you know, relaunch? And I get it. Like if it was their like full time gig, like you know maybe they couldn't devote anymore because they got you know, Uber wrecked and then all their, you know, personal funds were wrecked. So I, I get it. But just looking at those, those guys as like kind of like the standard, it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so. No, I'm I'm with bar. you. Oh, JG, go ahead. I'm sorry. Kujira definitely moves with blinding speed. I, I was still, you know, reeling from my losses and the next thing i know they're like oh we're up i'm like oh my god yeah they, they definitely showed that if you if you focus right and and if you don't put so much importance into the politics or 
if you just see what's going on around you and and you have an idea of what you want and you just dive in like they did it right and and we're seeing more and more these stories about uh, these different things that are going on with other other projects wallets right that are that are that have been here for a long time and and have their own systems for resources but anyways the point is that they showed us what can be done in a short amount of time if you really focus i was going to give lowo a chance to speak but it looks like they're gone now look if this was a nft if this space was an nft the demand right now this price would be pumping because you guys have kept me here longer than 60 minutes but i do want to close it off um any any last thoughts here before we we end the space by the way thank you all for for coming in and hanging out and spending um you know the last 40 uh, hour and 15 minutes now uh, with us. Uh, it started off with just me by myself listening to music. And uh, Ryan came in and he ignored me. And then everybody else came in. So just want to say thanks for that. Um, and uh, we're, we're going to try to do this more often. That way we can just kind of have some of these discussions in the open, right? I think there's a lot of cool, cool people, cool builders, you know, people that are still sticking around. and. Uh, you know, just sometimes just having a di dialogue around these topics is important, right? And just to make sure that we're all still here. Um, I, I know I spent a lot of time in Polygon, all right? I know, but I'm still here in Cosmos supporting my friends too. So, <laughs> uh, so anyways, if there's no other last thoughts. Ne ne next time, Edwin, put two hours in your diary <laughs> so that you're not rugging us after an hour and 15 minutes. We've got all day here. <laughs> No, man, I don't. I don't. I, I was doing my polygon space earlier. You know, I, I, I got to divide my space fairly. Um, and there's at least 15,000 people that work for Orbital Command, though. So someone, yeah. someone else could uh, <laughs> take the reins. That's true. <laughs> we got an army. Uh, Eddie, uh, yeah, man. Thanks for hosting. We've, we're going to have some galactic punk spaces that are going to be happening, so I chill like rack style where it's not recorded. So just make sure Finn's in the, um, Finn can come and join us, step up on the stage. Another thing I'd like to show a little bit is um, have a look at this Cosmos L1 called Bitsong. It is um, to do with content creators, particularly musical content creators. Um, there's some sort of musical play sort of system um and artists can create their own sort of fan token to give to give their fans sort of special content. So I'm really trying to sort of see if we can get Finn to drop some beats on um Bitsong official. Are you a musician, Rebel? Oh me, absolutely not at all. But like I mean I do like I could see listening. I could see you rocking a guitar around a campfire. Hey. Well man, I would love to do that if I if I had the skills. I remember I could play the East Enders theme song at one stage on a guitar. That was kinda cool. I think if somebody just plays the guitar next to your introduction for your YouTube videos, that will pop. Like people will be paying up for that release. Sounds legit. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to see Taylor Swift this weekend, so I'll see if she wants to uh, participate in Bitsong. Yeah, we need her. Need her in the cosmos. Yeah, we're on board. <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, thanks again, everyone. It's been uh, a pleasure talking to you all. Appreciate your time. Go out and enjoy your your day and uh, don't get caught up in the cosmos drama. All right.
Yo, Edwin, you got to do one of those like late night NFT spaces again. Well, late night for me. I don't know where you're from, but that was cool. It was like me, you, Gaines, and a couple people. So yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, Ryan wasn't for that one. So good thing he was in there. But yeah, let's do it. That was a fun one. It was a Friday night for me. I'm I'm in Los Angeles right now, Pacific time. And uh, it, it was cool to hear little games too. And that one wasn't recorded. So, oh no, wait, I did record it. Never mind. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, let's stay in touch. Yeah. All right. Take Thanks care, everyone. Space. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Orbital Command Weekly Roundup, recorded on Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often ate the shrooms Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls and it reports it The latest proof ain't a way to move Change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner Finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big drip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move Change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads Living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner Finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute Then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Thank you.